This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today is the last episode in our 12-part series about the profiles, and we're talking about Profile 6-3, The Responsible Adventurer. I'm so excited to talk about this one, and I'm really excited about where the podcast is going next. I'm going to keep it a little bit of a surprise, but it's going to be fun. Also, coming up this week for me, I'm heading to Los Angeles. I'm going for about four or five days. I'm going to a conference with James Wedmore. Anybody that's in the online business space has probably heard of him. It's a conference for a program I'm in called Business by Design. Not that it really matters. I don't really even know why I'm saying this, but I'm just really excited because I'm going to be meeting with all kinds of different online business people, making friends, learning things about the online business world, and I'm just so excited, and I can't wait to come back feeling even more inspired than ever. And I guess here's why I'm sharing this. This all kind of wraps up together in the you know vein of human design. My biggest goal for going to this event is not to learn a bunch of stuff or to achieve anything or to come away with something. My biggest goal is actually to go through the entire experience as in alignment with my design as I can so that I can attract the right friendships and business connections and opportunities my way. So what I mean by that is that A lot of times when people go to conferences, they try and show up like really impressive and they wear their suits or their best outfits or maybe they get a spray tan or they try and really like ham up their business when talking to people. And it's understandable because everybody's there to talk about business and it's exciting and you want to show up your best. So no shame to any of that. But what I'm going to be doing is just being extremely authentic. I'm just going to look like myself, act like myself, talk like myself, and be totally real. And when I say real, I mean like in alignment with my design because I know that that's going to help attract the correct relationships into my life. And I'm really craving some new big, exciting friendships, and maybe even some collaborations in the future. So I'll let you guys know if I have any stories, if it goes well, if it works, if I follow through, or maybe I'll get shy and end up being a little bit fake. Like, haven't we all done that? I hope it doesn't happen though. Before we get into talking about the six three, let's read the review of the week. And this is a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, and it's titled, Cannot Believe How Powerful This Has Been. I found Madeline through another podcast and just fell in love with what she's sharing. Her digestible episodes about human design are so powerful, and I've learned so much already. Thank you for sharing your knowledge about this incredible tool. Well, you are so welcome, and thank you for writing that amazing five-star review. So if that was you, guess what? You win the prize. I'm going to make you a little video answering your biggest, juiciest, most detailed human design question 
and you claim your prize by sending me a DM over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Let me know the username you used to write that review and send me your question and we'll take it from there. Anybody else who wants to win, here's how you enter each week. All you have to do is write a review of the podcast one time, ideally on Apple Podcasts, but you can also write reviews on Audible and maybe there's other platforms that I'm just not aware of, but wherever you can write a review, you do it one time ever and that's how you enter the drawing for the rest of this future of this podcast. Okay, here we go, starting out with the 6-3, the responsible adventurer. So by now, if you've been listening to the past 11 episodes, you've heard me say this over and over, that the first number in your profile is how you see yourself, and the second number is how everybody else sees you. And again, this is your personality type. And I love to emphasize that this is the personality type because lots of people end up thinking that their energy type, like the fact that they're a generator, is their personality. But it's not. Generators can have a plethora of personalities. They can be really any kind of personality, but the profile really describes the personality of you better. So in this case, with the six being the first number, the six is the wise sage or the role model. And we've talked about the six in episodes 37, 60, 62, and 65. So I'm only going to do a very brief overview and you can review some of those other episodes, especially the episode 37 to get a deeper dive if this is the first time you're hearing about the six. So you're the wise sage, the role model, and this is how you see yourself. It's not necessarily how other people see you. What's so fascinating about the six though is that for the first Roughly 30 years of your life, you're acting like a three, which hint, hint is your second number. So you're kind of like a three, three for the first 30 years of your life. That's interesting, but let's just focus on the first number, not even worry about the second number. So from about the age of zero to 30, you're acting like a three, which is someone who's very experimental and you have a lot of trial and error, a lot of failure and success, and you learn from your own experiences and not from teachers or books or classes or mentors. Then you go through your Saturn return and you become more like a six. So just to be clear, you are a six, even from the age of zero to 30, but you're acting like a three. So once you go through the Saturn return, you're going to act more like a six, which is a wise person. So from roughly the age of 30 to 60, you're going to be learning to apply all that wisdom that you got from your experiences as a young person to yourself. So you're really becoming a wise person yourself, but it's not really about giving out all that wisdom to everybody else mainly. Then you go through another Saturn return towards the end of your 50s, and from about the age of 60 to 90, then you're like ultra, ultra, ultra wise. You're like the wise grandma or grandpa of your tribe. Now moving over to your second number, the three. So we kind of touched on the three already, but remember that this is how everybody else sees you. So the three is the experimenter or the martyr, the explorer or the discoverer. And we've discussed the three in episodes 34, 55, 59, and 60. And I highly recommend going back to especially episode 34 if you have not learned about the three yet. This is a, this is just such a brief overview. 
So as the three, again, you're going to learn from experimenting. You love to dive in and try things out. Whenever I say that though, a three will usually say back to me, well, I don't like to try everything. Like I hate yoga or I don't like chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Of course, there's going to be things that you're not interested in and that you don't want to try, like maybe rock climbing or I don't know, bookkeeping, something like that. But if there's something you're interested in, what you're going to do is you're going to want to do it. You're going to want to get up, go to the class or do the activity or play the game or whatever it is. You're not going to start by studying a book or discussing it with an expert. You're going to just say, let's do it. Let's try it out. Let's dive in and have the experience. And the three is a very likable type of person because other people enjoy a person who wants to do things. It's less enjoyable when somebody is afraid to try something. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just a little bit harder for other people. So when we put it together as the six three, I love to think about the Weasley twins. So where are my Harry Potter fans at? Raise your hand tall and high and proud if you are obsessed with Harry Potter like me. And if you don't know Harry Potter, that's okay. You're not going to know what I'm talking about and it's fine. So of course, this is not like fact or anything. I'm just making this up. But when I think about a 6'3", I think about the Weasley twins, Fred and George Weasley from Harry Potter, and they are like really, really smart. Like they know their stuff. They're super intelligent and wise, but you don't really think of that when you look at them or you observe them in your life. Like nobody would describe them as, oh, Fred and George are so wise. That's just not the first thing that comes to someone's mind, but they are when you think about them like deeply. Then they're also like very full of life. Like they love a big life. They love adventure. They just dive in headfirst into things. They do big stuff and they continue to want to do more and more. Like when they quit school, they started that joke shop or whatever, that magic shop. And it just was this amazingly huge, explosive, incredible business that just was like big and adventurous and loud. So that's kind of like a 6-3. You want to have a big, adventurous, amazing life, but at the same time, you're very wise. So the 6-3 is quite contradictory where they've got the wisdom, but they're super fun. They're very responsible and they're adventurous. So for some 6-3s, this just blends beautifully and it just has come out naturally in you. But for other 6-3s, it can be a struggle to find the balance and kind of blend them together and figure out when to use your wisdom and when to use your wild, adventurous nature. As a 6-3, if you're drawn to do something just because it looks fun, then do it. So you don't need to justify things. You don't need to explain the rationale of what's that word rationale or the reasoning behind why you want to do something. If something looks fun, just get up and do it with no justification or explanations. Before we go any further, I want to share something I am completely obsessed with, and this is something I'm absolutely packing for my trip to LA. Like it's already packed, already in the bag. And it's my Viva Rays blue blocking glasses. So this is something that I wear every single night 
after sundown and early in the morning before sunrise. It's a pair of glasses that I have. They're non-prescription, but my husband has the same ones and he has the prescription version. So you can get either one. And the glasses have yellow lenses. So they block out all the artificial blue light from any kind of light bulbs or street lamps or computer screens. And then I have two other attachments that magnetize onto the lenses. So I have an orange pair of lenses that I wear right around sunset or sunrise. And there's a very dark red set of lenses that I wear for the rest of the evening up until bedtime and early in the morning. I'm an early riser. I get up around 5 or 5.30 a.m. and right now the sun doesn't come up till after 7. So I usually wear those red lenses all morning until right around sunrise. I get the most use, I have to say, out of the red lenses more than anything. The orange ones I rarely use because they're just kind of um, transitional, but the red ones are my favorite. And why am I doing this? It's because I really care about my circadian rhythm. So circadian rhythm is like you as a human matching the rhythm of the planet. The light, the sun comes up, the sun goes down. We have different temperatures, different seasons, all different kinds of things. And the more that you can mimic nature, the healthier you're going to be. Did you know that when you allow artificial light into your eyeballs late at night or early in the morning, it actually shuts off a whole bunch of hormones that you need for fat loss, for fertility, and for just having a healthy body in general. It's really difficult to make any progress in your weight or your health or your hormones if you're looking at artificial lighting any time after or before sunrise. So these Viva Rays blue blocking glasses are an incredible fix and an incredible hack for you. And you can get 10% off anything from the Viva Rays website with my code HEALTHYMADELINE. And I'll put the link down in the show notes, but you can also find the link at madelineevergreen.com backslash favorite things. And the other thing that I'm packing from Viva Rays is their blackout eye mask. So I have got to have it like pitch black when I'm sleeping. This is also really important for your hormones and your circadian rhythm. And their eye mask works better than any mask I've ever tried. And it's super comfortable. Can't recommend it enough. So again, use code HEALTHYMADELINE for 10% off anything on their site or go to madelineevergreen.com backslash favorite things to find the link there. So as a 6'3", it's important that you go out and do things that you consider fun or exciting because your experiences are going to keep teaching you lessons and keep making you wiser. So it keeps up-leveling you the more adventures or the more experiences you have in life. And when you do that, you make other people want to have a bigger, more exciting life too. Notice if you're ever feeling really low or really blue and just blasé and sad in life, if that's happening, look around and ask yourself if life is getting too mundane and maybe you need to find something adventurous to try out. Notice if you get this nudge from inside to live a little bit bigger and fuller. And if you feel that nudge, go out and do it without justifying or explaining why you need to. You are all about having more and bigger experiences. 
But that doesn't mean that life is bad or wrong or that you are inadequate when you aren't doing something exciting. So it's okay as a 6'3 to sort of um, plateau for a while or just ride the wave and just kind of be in a mundane life for periods of time. But beware if you start feeling too low or bluesy or uninspired, find little things to bring up your moods, little tiny things like maybe you find a new way to make your coffee or you try a new recipe or I don't know, just small, simple ways of perking up your sense of adventure. Maybe you try red lipstick for the very first time. So those are all very low risk easy things to implement. It doesn't mean that you have to get up and go to Europe or take a cruise every single time you're feeling a little mundane. And then one more important aspect of the 6-3 is your relationships. So when you're in a relationship, and I'm specifically talking about a romantic or an intimate relationship, you are going to crave a soulmate or a partner. You're not really going to want tons and tons of different people to date because of your six. The six loves a dependable, trustworthy soulmate type of partner, but other people see you as a three. So other people might get vibes from you that you want to have a lot of dates or you want to be very frivolous and see a lot of different people or just keep it casual. So be clear about what you want. First, be clear to yourself and really tune in and ask, am I craving a partner, a soulmate, a single person that's really for me? And if that's true, then make sure that you are clear with anybody that you are dating or whoever you're in a relationship that that's what you really want because I can almost, almost guarantee that they won't know that just by being around you or observing you. So that's all for the 6-3. I hope you all have a beautiful week. And thanks to everybody who shares this podcast on your social media. If that's you, if you do take a screenshot and share or share the link to it, definitely tag me at healthy underscore Madeline on Instagram. And I just love, love, love to see who's listening. Stay tuned for a fun episode next week. Wish me luck in LA. And I'm excited to share some stories when I get back. Bye-bye.